0: to this game where valentine special pucker up this is chris and over there is
1: ashley hello everybody i think it's probably just best to ignore chris from this point onwards really um rather than make an issue of it isn't
0: it what you don't want to pucker up ashley
1: no no not really all
0: right fair
1: <laughs> no 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 it's valentine's this is our valentine's episode which is why yep Chris is talking that nonsense. How are you? You alright? You looking forward to Valentine's Day?
0: I'm feeling loved up. i good. How about you?
1: Yeah, super loved up. Oh, we don't actually celebrate it, so there you go. This is yeah, my so celebration. Fun. An evening with you, <laughs> talking about a game, about love. So, Or <laughs> well, light, light the
0: candles, let's get the roses and the chocolates. The roses are that, the chocolates. That's, yeah, that's what people do, isn't it? I believe races.
1: so, yeah. Something like cool. that. So
0: today we're talking about Florence. Yes,
1: yeah. So, um, reason being, it's a game about love. That we actually, I believe, we mentioned Florence last year when we did Leisure Suit Larry, which is a game oh. decidedly not about love.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because I think, I didn't, didn't Florence release last year on the Switch?
0: Florence came out on Valentine's Day 2018 on iOS and then released subsequently for other platforms. And yes, it came out on Switch last year.
1: So I think that what we did is we talked about Leisure Suit Larry, which is a slightly less loved up game and a more sexed up game i i guess then at the end i think you tagged on about florence coming out because we talked about how
0: uh, okay
1: well we talked about how l- l- legislature Larry's not so much about love and more about sex and uh, maybe we should have done something about love and you mentioned it
0: but we're rectifying it this year
1: yes yeah i've not played florence i bought it l- at the end of last year
0: yeah as did i and it's mm. one of my many Switch games that I've got and haven't played. We, we both bought it when it was down to like pound did didn't we?
1: Yes. Yeah. For better or worse. Possibly for better. Uh, <laughs> having found out some of the backstory or some of the background information uh, on this game.
0: Okay. Do you want to address that elephant in the room then?
1: Yeah. So there is some background information that I've dredged up in researching this game that made me slightly uncomfortable to the point where I was considering whether we should actually even be covering it in so much as one of the developers their behaviour wasn't exactly of the shining variety Not, Not they, they weren't very nice they, they were potentially abusive to their staff to the people working with them and they made people's lives very difficult okay. there is a lot more to that situation. Um, Believe me, I've looked into it. I can't sit as judge. I don't know enough about it. And uh, and I, I imagine that's the same feeling that you have what i do know is that we have a game in front of us that is very well regarded for its relationships its treatment of relationships and love Mm. and one that i've been interested in since i found out about it and that it was made by not just one person but by a team of people and it would be a disservice i think to those people including the abused to ignore the game for the sake of the behavior and actions of one person so for me that's why i'm happy to to, uh, to to cover this game in spite of background events uh, so yeah there you go
0: so like you said the developers felt that love and other human emotions was something that are covered very frequently in films and books but not so much in games which as you've reminded me was what we concluded last year's Valentine's Day special about so that was basically the genesis of Florence what game produced that does show love in its reality and they were inspired apparently by films like 500 days of summer yeah it's in the sunshine of the spotless mind and titanic
1: yeah unsurprisingly i think you and i maybe have got some cross Ooh. We- we've read the same things because I-, I saw that as well i think in the same article it said they wanted to make a game that was a uh, non-violent so no violence whatsoever yes. which is something that a number of certainly indie devs have tried to explore over Uh, the last few years but probably still hasn't been explored quite as much as i'd like it to have been uh personally but i i think i agree with their assessment the games industry uh, as a whole they don't tend to for whatever reason they don't really deal in emotions in a in any great way especially and in particular love the representations of love that we're used to are are pretty flimsy in in my view yeah that's why Florence appealed it was a it was a game that humanized the emotional
0: journey that love takes people on absolutely from my research today as well I'm quite looking forward to playing it because I think it does seem to portray that quite well the genre itself apparently is an interactive story now mm. I've not played any games like this have you
1: um it depends what you mean by interactive story because there's like the um walking simulators. That, as people like to call them what became of edith finch edith what became of edith finch which is another annapurna game there the is game i've
0: got but haven't played yet
1: okay everybody's gone to the rapture that's another one that i've played that is a walking simulator or right what did you call it story interactive, interactive story Story. yeah uh but if you go really really far back and and dis, uh, d- stop thinking about all the posho games like the walking simulators did you never play when you were at school things like living books hey arnold and things like that have you never heard of living books
0: living books
1: yeah do you mean like
0: a a cheese Your adventure
1: no no so living books do you remember the you remember the program television program children's television program hey arnold not football head not hey arnold Uh, just arnold isn't it the aardvark with his sister dw Arthur. arthur yeah do you not remember arthur
0: yeah, I remember Arthur. They right. still show his pro is uh, his shows um, still on CBBC every morning at seven o'clock. My daughter quite enjoys oh, it. Oh well, there you go. I used to quite yeah. enjoy it as well. And yeah. When we when we were at school, our our computer
1: at school it had what were called living books, and they were interactive books of Arthur, the television program. So there would be a piece of text at the bottom for you to learn to read with, and then there would be a picture at the top, and you'd be able to click certain things, and they the things on the but would react to your clicks.
0: That sounds good. You never played one of those. I mean, for for a kid, that sounds good. No, I've not played anything like that at all. I used to quite enjoy them. So, yeah, I think that would... Would that count
1: as an interactive story?
0: Well, I suppose it's a, a story and it's interactive, so... Yeah. The, uh...
1: <laughs> it possibly isn't in the same way that they mean it here. No. Because this is this so this is a story from what I gather, and I haven't done too much reading up on the story
0: for yeah. the purpose of playing it today. Yeah, we should maybe point that out to the listeners that you and I have both done tentative research but not in any great detail so as not to spoil experience for us. But oh. we didn't want to going blind. I mean, my
1: research has been fairly deep in certain
0: areas, but in terms of actually reading the plot,
1: I avoided the plot just so that I could play it fresh yeah. when we actually delve into it. But from what I understand, it's the story of Florence. Florence falls in love or enters a relationship with a man called Krish who plays the cello. And then the story is their relationship unfolding and where it goes from there. I have some idea that it maybe doesn't go as well as as I'd like it to, but... Spoilers. I don't know. I honestly don't know. We'll see. The interactive element comes from you taking part in like little mini puzzles, like mini games or something, uh, in order to direct their relationship is it or in order to progress the story
0: yeah one of the reviews i read said it's a bit like a, a novel crossfield wario where is it really which pe- peaks my interest
1: yeah that's interesting I mean, uh, presumably they to don't a mean tonally. extent
0: it, it depends yeah exactly it depends on how well they're handled because i feel it might be a bit jarring to be watching this couple and their blossoming romance and then suddenly have this bizarre minigame thrust upon me i, I hope it's handled well, and I'm sure it's it will be from what I've read.
1: Yeah. Well, to pick up on that, that is the problem that I have generally with love or romance in games. There there are games that have romance systems in place. Have you played any or many games with romance systems of any well, you kind?
0: Mentioned- hatterful boyfriend whatever it was last year oh it's yeah like
1: hatterful Hatt- boyfriend uh, yes yeah, so there, there, there are the dating sims have you played hatterful boyfriend
0: no i just remember you talking about it last year and yeah and the name amused me
1: there so the dating sims are a whole different kettle of fish which i don't have enough that's probably next year's right. valentine's <laughs> episode because i genuinely I, I don't have enough um experience of them at all but there are there like big games there are big games that have romance systems so the witcher 3 has a romance system the assassin's creed series uh, at least the last three have had romance systems the stardew valley stardew valley has a romance system lots of lots of games uh both indie and triple a and everything in between have these romance Mm. systems but generally they to me they're a little bit um lip service not even lip service they're a bit they have the following problems as far as I can glean so they tend to be a bit linear what I mean by that is if you do this thing in the game and you say these things you unlock the relationship and generally the relationship is it boils down to you get to go to a room and you hear a few coy sounds yeah exactly
0: kissy kissy do you yeah. mean like a uh, like hot coffee in San Andreas?
1: Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, or oh, that's the perfect example of a romance system gone awry. And they they tend to they, they take more cues from that kind of system than you than you'd like to hope. I imagine uh, they're always a bit too logical as well. So you know, like we talked about Monkey Island the other day, mm-hmm. an insult sword fighting. You have to go and collect up here different things to say well to me that's what the romance systems tend to boil down to you have to say the right things at the right time in order to again unlock a romance sequence and the sequence tends to be go off to a hut and do it or whatever listen to the sounds of people doing it
0: i mean that's that's how i lived my life and romance i just go to a hut and uh, see what happens
1: on your own yeah
0: i don't know if i put that across properly it's like
1: you get dialogue options and if you choose the right dialogue options, you will then
0: be allowed... through, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You establish a relationship, but... It, There's a right answer and, and several wrong answers. Yeah. It's just a case of choosing the right answer at every point to get through the, the system that the game has, yeah, has, exactly has that. designed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And actually, it to
1: me, it doesn't sound like a particularly healthy approach to setting up a relationship, of whether it's a friendship or a, a loving relationship. In so much as clearly these three dialogue options represent three things that have occurred to the character to say, and they mm-hmm. are going through them, going, well, if I say this one, I'm going to balls it up. If I say this one, I'll <laughs> may, well, maybe we'll be friends. But if I say this one, we'll be going off to the hook, won't we? The evaluation, the clean, clinical, logical evaluation of which one's right and which one's wrong just seems a little bit manipulative from a character point of view maybe they probably don't mean it that way developer wise they always this is another thing that i have noticed they always put the player in the position of the pursuer so you don't have you don't tend to have yeah there's a strange power dynamic at play interestingly there are elements of so in the latest assassin's creed assassin's creed valhalla there are suggestions from other characters like they might leave a note lying around conveniently that says that they have fallen in love with your character but they never actually take a step to do anything about it so it's always left to you to in initiate any kind of relationship that takes place and to set so that relationship another up.
0: character they've written it on a note and then dropped it
1: yeah for you to find i, mean, I guess yeah
0: that's not how the world works well that's genuinely
1: what happened in uh, assassin's creed valhalla Uh, and then once you've entered into a relationship with them there isn't any kind of uh, there isn't any real intimacy but you get dialogue options again when you go and talk to them you'll get a dialogue option that will say kiss kiss them or invite them to bed or whatever and it just feels a little bit off it doesn't feel like it feels very cold again Mm -hmm. considering it's supposedly representative of love and the, the last thing i've alluded to already they all seem to be they seem to be very target orientated and that target all too often is sex so you talk about it as romance options but to use assassin's creed valhalla as an example
0: it's
1: what they really mean is achieve sex that is (laughs) the beast with two backs yeah, precisely. There's a um, there's an early mission in Assassin's Creed Valhalla where you have to find this lady's comb. And if you find the comb, she's got several men looking for this comb. If you find the comb, you get to spend a night with her. And then that's the end. It was a simpler time, wasn't mission. it? Oh yeah, definitely. For for sure. So yeah, they're, they're kind of my, they're the issues I have uh, with yeah. romance options in games now. And even the ones that are considered to do it reasonably well, they still tend to follow this pattern. Or tend to follow these... They're not rules, but they tend to follow that kind of approach. Um, And and I think it's just a bit
0: meh. It's interesting, I suppose, with certain games... And some of them being ones you've mentioned just then. They're into teenage boys. Yep. Very broadly speaking. And the love in a vertical system that they're portraying is... Do X, do Y, do Z will lead to... It's something
1: we've touched on in previous episodes. The games industry is and has for a long time been marketed as the uh, to a, a target audience of the adolescent boy
0: yeah it's not only a good message and then also to people that aren't adolescent boys oh, precisely
1: this is the problem and this is why in certain ways it's nice to see a game like Florence that takes the nuance and potentially from what I from what I've gathered the difficulties of relationship building and the intricacies of it and tries to present it in a way that is well in a to try and present in a game you know, yeah. that's interesting to me and that is worthwhile as well. And it, there's a certain amount of maybe it's too early to say this, but maybe this is a sign of the industry starting to take their first tentative steps into mm. like true maturity. And I don't mean like they're, they're turning from being a teenage boy into an adult or whatever. I mean, things are always quite simple at the beginning of a burgeoning entertainment industry's life. So like in the in the early days of cinema, people were content to watch some kind of 5 minute reel. Well, yeah, the train train pulled into the station is very early and people loved it it was a sensation. But even 10 years well, later the, they uh, were
0: the the Lumiere brothers did the one of the fact the factual workers leaving the gates, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they they were sort of test they were test films that they shot. Yeah. as much as they were a piece of entertainment, but there were things like there's a film, I can't remember what its name is, but there's a five a little 3 to 5 minute film um that then uses the camera um, to trick the audience, so they they have the camera, and in the distance is a mouth that they that the filmmaker has created, and the camera zooms into the mouth and watch it, and then a man turns up next to the mouth and looks in the mouth and then jumps in the mouth and gets eaten and then the camera <laughs> zooms into the mouth and sort of the camera gets eaten so it's like the audience is getting eaten that
0: sounds quite clever
1: yeah it's quite clever you also had meliez's stuff so the, the, the moon yeah trip to the moon and things like that so using camera trickery uh, which we still use versions of to this day but yeah. what i'm getting at is there were certain things that audiences that appeal to audiences in the early days of cinema that we're still in those early days uh, in yeah. the gaming industry and what's the precedents that were set in the early days of the gaming industry we're sort of moving slowly forwards away from those and growing through because this is a process Growing through the trends that have been set previously, so maybe we are seeing the beginnings of hopefully a movement away from the teenage boy as the key demographic and the shaping demographic of the industry. Is this too highbrow? Is this too much? Is this too? We don't. This is this our podcast?
0: I don't know. was quite enjoying it I, mean, I did. You know, you you said about me going off to a hut and interfering with myself. So, I did. You know, we have. Got, this is true. We have we are hitting every audience possible, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Okay, fine. I didn't get too highbrow. No. Oh, that's all right. Well, then. Oh. I I mean, please, if you think I'm wrong, um, or if you think there's something else going on, I'd be more than happy to hear it. But that's my thoughts on, on where things are and why things like Florence are being made now when they wouldn't necessarily have been being made 10 years ago. Or having said that, Braid braid was made what was that 15 years ago yeah something like that yeah that game was about a that game was about a stalker (laughs) so yeah yeah i mean it tipped the tropes on there on its head and actually made a comment on the games industry and the the dynamics between male and female characters so yeah maybe we've been going through this transition for a little bit longer than i've initially suggested
0: well i think on a high footing point that seems like a good point for us to to jump into the game what do you think
1: yeah yeah so i might be expecting too much from it that's what
0: i that's my caveat
1: maybe i've built it up too much for myself we'll so we'll have to see it's
0: the caveat i'm hoping it's really good but it might be a bit shit so that
1: y- <laughs> yeah that's basically what Great. i'm saying That may be the first time that we finished a game, like started a game and finished a game in the history of the podcast, of this game where, yeah.
0: Was it only half an hour? Yeah, it wasn't too long. If we hadn't finished that, that would have been pretty, you know, going it, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it'd be pretty bad if we hadn't finished that. What
0: did you think to it? I feel quite deflated now. Yeah, I'm feeling the same thing, but possibly for different reasons. What's left you there? Uh, So the relationship she enters into, spoiler alert, doesn't go particularly well. And it's that gradual breakdown of that relationship that I found quite deflating. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the game does end on a, a fairly high note in, in terms of it leaving the the doors open for possibilities for her future. But the fact that that relationship itself broke down has just made me feel a bit morose
1: yeah so that was kind of what i was anticipating it to be i i don't know if i actually alluded to that in the first half but i was expecting it to be a relationship that blossomed and then broke and that is exactly oh, okay. what we
0: got i thought to be about the positivities i i didn't uh anticipate yeah
1: that. i i the only reason being i as much as i tried to avoid spoiling it for myself i kind of saw allusions to it in interviews that i'd read and things like that right uh, when i was researching that aspect of it is actually a bit of a disappointment for me i don't know about you that it, the game is about a failed relationship mm. i would have quite like to see this conversation started if we're talking about florence as part of the beginning of games getting a little bit deeper into emotional it into the into the yeah end the rigmarole of emotions uh, if florence is the start of that or part of the start of that i kind of would have liked to see it start off on a slightly different footing to the one that it Presents because I'll be honest, I've seen that in a lot of films and in a lot of books. You know that story's been told, but then I suppose to be fair, pretty much every story's been told, hasn't it? Yes. What I would say is this feels very close to you said in the first half that they took Five Hundred Days of Summer as like a starting point or as a as inspiration. Yeah. I would say you feel
0: they just ripped it off.
1: Well, I that's what I was. Kind of going to say I was going to say they took a little bit more than inspiration from that because that felt Mm. like a little bit of a retread of the of the film in a lot of ways. Yeah. So mm, I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest.
0: I feel a bit deflated. How do you feel about it?
1: Yeah, I feel a little bit sort of down about the whole thing, partly because of the story it's told. It's very beautifully depicted, Mm. like the drawings, they're very spare. There's no more on the on the screen than ever needs to be. The music the, the score for it is sublime
0: oh the music is, is sensational yes it's lovely so i really liked how it was for florence it was piano and then for was it krish the, the krish, guy yeah yeah the, it was cello which obviously the instrument he plays was, was anyway. his instrument yeah and then the music then seed their two instruments together and then had them not being together when it suited the plot and I thought that use of music to suit the plot and advance the plot and tell the plot I thought was very clever
1: yes exactly and as I say the the visually it was it was very well put together the way that things moved around the screen the the use of space in a a number of sequences in the game the use of colours as well and the use of colours yeah they were all very well done so when I say that I the game's left me deflated there's a lot to say that that is positive about the game Uh, and all of all of that revolves around the visuals and the audio i think yeah and 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 frankly even the storytelling the story wasn't told badly it's just a story that i have heard before (laughs) um so you know to to try and be fair to it and i do i'd like to be fair to it it did everything that it did very well it's just that i've seen it before (laughs) so and, and that's where i keep getting stuck unfortunately So I'm going to have to let that go, aren't I? You are. I'll try and let that go going (laughs) forward. The puzzles, obviously it looked beautiful. It sounded beautiful. The actual game part of it, the puzzles, you said about it being um, sort of warrior-ware-esque in its puzzles. And I can kind of see where you're coming from with that now.
0: Now that I've played it, they are very simple- and i think a lot of the time they suited what was going on and were relevant to what was going on but there were some points where i felt like they were shoehorned in perhaps just for the sake of it or to justify being a game rather than interactive novel What, what do you think to some extent i the only real
1: nitpick that i had with the puzzles i think for the most part they fitted the tone that was being set and the theme that was being explored so for example there were predominant throughout was the speech bubble puzzles which was literally puzzle pieces that you had to bring together to turn into speech bubbles to represent the things that Florence was saying to Chris as part of conversations. Yeah. And they start off very difficult within, with lots and lots of pieces. And I mean, it is fairly straightforward where they how they go together. But in relation to the later ones that only have three pieces, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to put them together. And that's supposed to represent how things get easier yeah. as the relationship Progresses and how your conversation comes easier and everything. And then there were these moments where there was arguments, and you were you were putting these puzzle pieces together in the same way. And the shapes that they fitted together with they changed. So some were sort of spiky, sharp yeah. ones. So so visually you could see where that was coming from. But then though, what I would have liked to see throughout the whole thing that was a very simple mechanic that that represented conversations and arguments. What I would have liked to see is some slight complexity, particularly say, in arguments, where, for example, you you get put on the spot in an argument, you get blindsided in an argument. Someone says something that you'd never expected them to say. What Mm. do you do then? How do you represent your response to that um in those speech pools? It's not as straightforward, especially in those heated moments. Mm. It's not as straightforward as just putting together a puzzle. And I would have liked to see that depicted as well. If you were if you're
0: going down this route of of a broken relationship or a relationship that doesn't work out you've just said about it's not straightforward as that in real life they mountain specifically said they wanted to create a game that basically told a relationship from a to b and that there was no going away from that linearity for the player they didn't want the player to feel they'd missed things or or, the, or that it was a game that they'd need to replay in order to find the hidden endings and so on yeah so no. that's the the countenance to that
1: well i don't think it is i i saw it again we've we've covered we've treaded some we've trod some similar. The ground here because I read that as well. They didn't want people with more life experience to to miss things in the game because they've garnered more life experience and therefore right. can tackle certain problems with more bringing that experience to bear. But I don't think that you needed to do that. In I, I don't think the linearity would have precluded you from being able to to bring some complexity to what were quite simple puzzles, literal puzzles, mm-hmm. even just a moment where things don't fit together. You know, no, People don't win arguments <laughs> all the time, yeah. you know. They, they, you don't. An argument isn't neatly tied up all of the time. There are some moments where the words don't come. And to represent those moments as well as having these... There, there was a point w- when the relationship was really, really on the rocks where you were sliding these red speech bubbles in and it was like yeah. a race against... Chris like, was controlling his own and he was throwing things at you, throwing barbs at you, and you were controlling... Florence's speech and you were you were trying to do it as fast as you could and it was like a back and forth a tip for tap between you and it was so heated that moment that Neither of you wanted to relent. Well, yeah. I stopped because I wanted to see what happened if Florence opted out of the argument. And what happened was quite ominous, actually. It was that Florence sort of faded out of the argument. She leant away from the argument and and Krish sort of loomed up and over, her, which was ominous for one, mm. which is fine because that does happen. It was I will say it was ominous, <laughs> though, but also it was. <sighs> There were just so many ways that that particular moment could have gone and ways to represent relationships that aren't quite as straightforward as as it did. Even taking into account what they've said about a, a relationship going from A to B, a fairly linear experience in terms of game play. Yeah you could have still shown a little bit more nuance in terms of what what that relationship went through or goes through and how people in relationships.
0: While we're dwelling on their relationship, that seems like a good point for the point you remarked upon while playing about the power imbalance in their relationship.
1: Yeah, so it was fairly, again, I don't know if I have more life experience than the expected player but it was fairly well you're
0: ripe old 33
1: i know exactly yeah i <laughs> i don't know what that really means but it was fairly obvious to me from the off that it was this was a story of a man and a woman who who meet and instantly the dynamic is of the man being the important the, the center point uh mm-hmm. for the relationship and the person around which everything revolves so there were scenes early on where well for a start how is florence how does Florence
0: meet him? She hears him and she is she's transported on the air on the air of his music. Well, it's like a, a cartoon where there's a pie calling on a windowsill and the character's pulled along by the, the steam. Yeah, so it's like there. his
1: gravity, the gravity of his music, the beauty of his music is pulling her yeah. along by by her face, by her nose or whatever. And she she sort of gravitates towards him. And then there's a sequence, a scene where he is telling her about his dreams, about wanting to be a famous musician. And wanting to have a record that other people play and that he can be proud of. And at no point does he then reciprocate what... At no point does he then say, Florence, what about you? Yeah. So it was quite obvious from the very beginning of their relationship that there was an imbalance in terms of investment and potentially, as you say as you've suggested power
0: and the one point at which Florence did show the player her dreams for the future was when she was looking at herself in a mirror yeah in private without him even being there mm. yeah in private which was again quite illuminating I mean I didn't pick any of this at all which maybe is a lot more oh. about me than it's about you
1: mm, well I don't know <laughs> but then again that's that is again a story that's been told and, and a story unfortunately that happens so maybe a story yeah. that's worth telling probably happens more often than it than people realize so what I would like to see is a game that that presents a successful relationship which does not mean that you cannot have the difficulties because what we both agreed when we were when we were playing this or and and shortly after when we discussed it was that every relationship has difficulties I, i know that sounds like a trite thing to say but a successful relationship isn't one where everything's serene and perfect and nobody ever says a bad word and all of that it's one where you are equipped with the emotional range and emotional awareness to handle the difficult moments as as much as you are the good moments. Yeah. And I think that is ripe for gamification, Frank. It sounds, again, it sounds ridiculous, but I'm thinking of it in terms of an, like an educational tool. You know, like if someone that's new to relationships plays a game that sort of suggests that relationships aren't all drama, as Florence's kind of was, and yeah. or that relationships are about give and take and there are bad times, no good times, and these are ways to navigate the bad times and the good times. But do that in the somewhat abstracted style that Florence does. Well, there's something to be garnered from that as well, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying that we should we should send it into schools, like secondary schools, and teach it as part of <laughs> as part of citizenship or P S H E or anything. But I do think that representing healthy relationships that and still showing that those healthy relationships have difficult moments yeah and possibly even showing people that there are tools at our disposal to navigate those difficult moments yeah Uh, that sounds like a positive thing that a game could actually do and do very successfully Hmm. And that's what I was kind of
0: hoping that Florence would be. I agree. Was it everything that you were expecting it to be? I was expecting it to be a lot more positive than it it was. It really has left me feeling quite um, sombre afterwards. One of the things that made me expect a certain
1: thing from Florence, or that made me think that it would be a little bit more complicated than it was, less simplified in its representation, is that the game was published by Annapurna Interactive, who Mm. have a track record of putting out some quite interesting and complex, emotionally complex games.
0: A few of other games that have got lots of critical acclaim are Edith Finch, Kentucky Route Zero which I know you've talked about a lot uh, Outer Wilds, Journey Gone Home, lots of yeah, good titles there. Exactly.
1: I mean, Journey in particular. Journey is one that we've talked about. I mean, we've talked about a few of those actually. I think we yeah. might have mentioned Outer Wilds a few times, not least because you you were getting it confused with the Outer Worlds, which was a game that we actually covered. Even they when they released the Outer
0: Worlds itself as an episode. I still kept thinking yeah, about the Outer I think Wilds. Now,
1: yeah, exactly. Journey is a perfect example of what I'm sort of arguing for because Journey is all about togetherness friendship relationship creation and all you can do in journey to communicate with the people that you take that journey with is send up these uh little like chimes these visual symbols and right and, and jump around and move and and move about and run and yet through that I know that countless people have had the same experience that I had when I played it of sort of connection with somebody mm. despite the barriers that existed in that game. Yeah, I i mean, that's a perfect counterpoint, <laughs> really, and, and exactly what I'm talking about in terms of emotional complexities that could exist in games.
0: So Annapurna Interactive, for those that aren't aware, is the game arm of Annapurna Pictures who've produced and or distributed some great films like Booksmart, Missing Link, uh, The Sisters Brothers. They also did Sausage Party, so got to take the rough with the smooth.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So sorry about that even being mentioned, frankly. Yeah, and the panel have got... Uh, yeah, Annapurna have got a good track record uh, generally, and they're they're very well regarded in the game industry. Interestingly, as well, something that you uh, you said about the Outer Wilds, the musicians that worked on Florence, they seem to. If you go to Moby Games, which is one of the places that I always uh, have a little look when we're doing our episodes, it shows who's collaborated with who and on how many different projects. And okay. and something like 20 of the musicians that worked on this game have worked on multiple games beyond just Florence. It, one of which is the Outer Wilds. Um, okay. So I don't know if we covered it in the first half, but the four there were four developers that worked on this that built the game. And then the music yeah. was created by this apparent roving band of musicians. So, yeah, a bit of a mixed bag, really, um, in terms of where I thought we were going to end up and where we've actually ended up with Florence. I don't know about you.
0: Well, I mean, it's the perfect metaphor for Valentine's Day, really, isn't it?
1: Perfect metaphor for a relationship, Oh, I suppose.
0: <laughs> so, we've done Valentine's Day. The next sort of festival on the horizon, as far as I can see, is, is Easter,
1: I, I love the way that you say that, like, oh yeah, we, well we've ticked that off. That's done now. D- Valentine's Day out of the way, sorted. That's how I live my life. <laughs> I've fulfilled my obligation to Valentine. <laughs>
0: it's, I live my life like a, an objective list in a game. I've ticked that one off. What's the next thing? Yeah, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm gathering.
1: So next Valentine's Day, we've got to, uh, I think, do a dating, dating sim, sim of some kind. Yeah. So we've got one year. We've got one year to figure out what would be the best representative for a dating sim and if anyone that's listening can help us with that then that would be even better (laughs) because it will mean that we don't have to play too many of them (laughs) it's not a genre that i'm hugely enthused by to be quite honest
0: right great we're really selling valentine's day 2022 (laughs) Episode, ne- next
1: year have you got a better idea if someone gives us a really good I, you know i'd love to be proven wrong to be honest so if someone can point us in the direction of the very best dating sim for next
0: year for 2022 then that'll be awesome so if you don't know where to find us we're on all the social medias we're on facebook Twitter Instagram YouTube Uh, come and find us at any of those although probably not YouTube and let us know if there are any fantastic dating sims you're aware of that we can play next year
1: yeah we do we keep doing that when we sign off we say YouTube and then we go well not YouTube Uh, we should point out that there are a few videos on (laughs) YouTube that I did last year to kill a bit of lockdown time but it's just not the best place to talk to people is it
0: yeah that's my point like it's just not the, the best talking the channel yeah it's just uh
1: maybe go find our youtube ignore the twitter ignore the facebook find our youtube that's this week that's your valentine's mission they do missions on valentine's day don't they i ain't celebrated probably. for ages probably yeah it's the best yeah. way to celebrate okay happy valentine's cool. day Good. everyone bye